I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. There are, of course, those who do not want us to speak. Greed, deception, abuse of power, that's no plan. They, they gatekeep knowledge, you know, they're, they're to- total masters of deception. They manipulate everything. You know, these, these pricks at the helm have lied to us. It's... I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. They're, they're setting it up for the Great Deception. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it all revolves around the Great Deception. Yeah, right? it, bingo. And L.A. and I talked about that. I said, L.A., is this the Great Deception? And he didn't hesitate. He said, absolutely. I never used to question before, and now I question everything. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. The world needs a wake-up call. Welcome to the Great Deception Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. Thanks for joining me. I want to thank the newest Patreon or patron to the Patreon. There you go. Say that 10 times fast. Uh, Samantha, thanks for joining. Uh, we'd love having you on here, guys. And it's the the, the Patreon group is starting to grow slowly. Um if you want to join all, you get all the Monday Night Master Debaters videos. Uh, you get, uh, I've been putting a lot of old books up there lately. Uh, I'll put some other podcasts, any video podcasts I have will go up there and you'll get them usually a little earlier than I release them. So, uh, except for Monday Night Master Debaters, cause that's always a pain in the ass. So it always comes out Tuesday or Wednesday for some reason. It's don't ask me, uh, patron does not like the Master Debaters. So we'll deal with it. Um, the other thing I wanted to go over is one of the things we said we were going to do is we were going to go over reviews. So we got a five-star review here and it says outstanding subject matter. Listening to the latest cast about mud floods, Tartaria, etc. Check out this great lady's YouTube. If you haven't already, Michelle Gibson, we all know Michelle Gibson. She is awesome. So anybody that doesn't know Michelle Gibson, Go check out her YouTube page, but we reference her, you know, (laughs) quite often here. And it says, uh, we'll expand on so much of what you both were mentioning in the episode. Autodidactic is another really solid creator to sub. Another one of my favorite channels is Autodidactic. He does great work. Campbell over there is one of the best in the game. Uh, Anyways, love what you're doing, man. Joe Rona. Well, Joe Rona, thank you very much, man. And guys, if you want me to... uh, read the the five star and what we're going to start doing here as i get a little better at this again bear with me i'm growing myself is we are going to start um doing some more of the uh 
uh, giveaways. So I'm going to, I'm going to start getting some stickers and shit, and we're going to start doing some more giveaways on that front. So let's go back to where I lost the San Fran pictures, man. Ah, there we go. Okay. So why are we here tonight? We are here tonight to talk San Francisco. We left off last time with my man Casey from Golden Gate Star Fort Commands. And we ran through. And if you haven't listened to that one or watched that one, I highly recommend watching it. Go back and watch it before you watch this one. Although you can watch it in either order because it doesn't make a difference. But this is the second part. And we got up to about the 1906 destruction there and a little beyond. And uh, and we hit on so much stuff back then, man. We were looking at the, the gold rush and pre-gold rush. And we looked at the Phantom City photo from Edward Moyburn. We looked at Star Forts. We looked at so many different things. And we touched barely hit the tip of the surface so tonight we're going to go more in the direction of the resurrection of san francisco right you get some of these buildings here this is our buddy mr flood right why wouldn't he be in san francisco uh some of these mansions that these uh robber barons built were just enormous and these are all post this is all post uh well not post but this is all stuff that either survived the fire and earthquake or was built afterwards. Okay. And this is kind of a view of San Francisco in the aftermath here. And we got some tents and stuff. So, and the background, hey, what's going on, my man? How we doing? Chilling, bro. I'm stoked to be do it, getting back into this combo. We're back in. Yes. Let's do it. And oh, let me make sure I can let you share well, let me stop sharing and then i will let you share my man because we got some stuff to do so we left off on the basically we were kind of leaning into the world fairs right the 1915 one which is yeah, we start getting into that is is crazy because okay think about this guys right 1906 and again we were kind of led a little false belief on this destruction of San Francisco because Casey showed us last time that it was a small portion of the city that was destroyed by this. It wasn't utter devastation like they make you make it out to believe. Okay. So what do we do? Less than a decade later, they build the crown jewel of the West, they call it. Okay, and this is just unbelievable. I mean, and yeah, if you don't, I got a ton of pictures here too. If you need me to pop them up, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, totally. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of uh, pulling up things as I think about it while you talk about it. Yeah, because we got. I mean, there's so many things. Again, much like all these fairs, and we'll take a look at it here. This one has more, I don't know, what would you say, Casey? It's kind of more of a Spanish feel to it, right? That Moorish? Yeah, it kind of has a stucco-ish, you know, the stucco over brick um, style. Yeah, 
it's not as white as the as the other ones, right? I mean, it, that the other ones were, you know, really emphasized the white buildings and the the cleanliness of it. This has more of a uh, a natural feel to it. And that was the other thing we were going to go over Sutro. That was one that. Yeah, I kind of queued him up. Uh, yeah. Let's All see right. If we can get some pictures here. Okay. Yeah, because if we look at this fair, okay, so 1915, right? And we're 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 talking again, less than a decade after we got 635 or so acres they build out for this fair. Huge. 250 buildings. All right. So we're not again, these things are never small. So this is construction, right? And again, we're looking at a short timeline right this is 1914 this fair was in 1915 yeah and look around i mean it doesn't look like it's you know they're putting the finishing touches on even if this is 18 months out come on totally like and that's my issue with all the fairs right i don't doubt and and we were talking about this a little before i don't doubt that they built buildings but i feel like there was a lot of substructure already there that either they were building it upon or that these buildings were there and they just refaced them. Yeah. I think that's a lot of it. I right? think that and is it, a lot of it. And this is like trickery right here. Like this is them building the tower of jewels, you know, steel frame, like over here is this is already done. You could tell dude, it's all white. <laughs> I feel, definitely feel like there's photo trickery, but even just looking at what, the tower of jewels looks like like <laughs> it doesn't look anything like that frame really no this is huge this is huge like this is absolutely huge yeah because you can see a person on the steps there in that picture it's crazy yeah look i mean look at the people compared to that arch and again the arch is not that's one that i think they could have built but at the same time look at and and the detail that's on these things. Now, I was thinking about something today with the, with these fairs, and you know they were really strict about who had access to the photos, right? And and who who was the official photographer of these fairs? Yeah, you and, you had to have a pretty much like a photo pass or whatever. Well, yeah, well that was the thing. So like <clears throat> Chicago, I know this guy named Arnold was the one who was basically the only guy who was allowed to film Chicago. Now, as patrons of the fair, if you wanted to come in, you could pay uh it was almost a week's worth fee to take pictures for a day. Huh. So your whole trip so why why did they make it so expensive? And it wasn't because of the camera itself. It was the charge, the fee that they charged you to take pictures. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, man, I'm like, there's either two two reasons, right? One, they don't want people taking pictures. They want their official guy taking the pictures to show their narrative or their spin on the fair. And then I started thinking too, what if the stuff they built was so shitty that if enough pictures were taken of it, you'd be like, oh, that's fake. And that one was obviously here before. And you could much easily decipher what was real and what was, you know, there already. Dude, totally. And that's part of the reason why they destroy it all is because 
you can tell, and I'm sure people could tell then, you know, like I'm sure like they did construct stuff, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, but most like, certainly. I don't doubt that. Yeah, totally. But and, and I don't think any of us is. The quantity, the quality, yeah. and the time frame. Those three totally. things do not match, right? To be able to put up the the quality of these buildings uh, on the surface, let alone the insides, just on the totally. surface, then the quantity, the vast number, we're talking over 200 structures built in in less than two years. And then the time, right? The two years, they always smash everything into two years. Mm-hmm. It's like how? 18 months to two years. It just yeah, doesn't, it, it doesn't add up. It makes no sense. Even like the current World's Fair took like eight years to build, not, not even talking about the planning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they had to plan all this shit out. They couldn't just throw it up. Well, that's the thing that, that drives you insane, right? 635 acres. They just planned it in a couple months, right? Then they landscaped it in a couple months. Yeah. And then they just built in like a year, basically everything. Totally. I mean, if you, if you sent this photo to someone and said, wow, check out these ruins of ancient Rome, they'd go, wow, that's crazy. You know? Okay. <laughs> That's crazy you just put that there because I I just did a post last week on in the 1800s. They're trying to pass this off in in Europe as there was a fad known as fake ruins where Mm. these rich people supposedly would pay to have fake ruins built. Right. Now, does that make any sense? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty convenient to... To the narrative, you like, know, yeah, like, that that makes perfect sense. That this rich guy, rather than build something, he's going to build something old and decrepit to, to for the ambiance. Totally, like, like this. This, I mean, the narr- it just keeps falling apart. And no one does no that. Sense. <laughs> yeah, no one does that. I got into it, and I'm like, I'm like, hmm. Nobody questioned that. Maybe these were here, and they just, you know, touched them up a little bit. No, this is the Mississippi building. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. temporary, mind you. They built it just yeah. for this. Because, you know, they just needed that. They needed that one. It's crazy. And, you know, what you see, Casey, too, across all the fairs is the similarities in these structures, right? They're, they're, totally. They're different, right? Australia. In a sense. But overall, they all have the same buildings, right? They all have, you know, a manufacturer's building, an electricity building, a woman's building, you know, you go horticulture on and on and on, agriculture. They had, but then they all put their little own twist on it. But for the most part, they had, it's almost like there was a template for these. For sure. Absolutely. You know, the admin and government buildings look uh, very similar across the board in these fairs and then you get something like this with the the palace of fine arts right i mean that's mm-hmm. a trip the french pavilion yeah look at that <laughs> just chilling they just put that up for a couple months now the other side of it is with these fairs okay the other argument is well it's just like the olympics you know these cities win this to to make all this money and then they tear all this stuff down or let it go to waste. I'm like, uh, okay. Why did most of these fairs lose money then? Or a lot yeah. of them did. Yeah, it's not about, it wasn't about that. Here's a Nevada. Yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> and and you look at the building now granted it could be the photograph too but sure. they look like they have age to them totally i mean right? they had looks like these these buildings are weathered and if they're they're stucco they're not gonna weather like that no i mean you like paint doesn't fade that fast it's and gonna crack you know, before anything totally and they're probably using you know lead paint which is gonna stay forever yeah like yeah just the irish castle you know yeah it, the castle structure displays cyclorama depicting the battle of gettysburg <laughs> what does a castle have to do with the battle of gettysburg <laughs> Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> totally. talk about an odd combination there. Like, that just doesn't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> now, they had, they got 18, almost 19 million people to go to this fair. Totally. And that's on top of when I was searching earlier that the, uh, San Diego had uh, a World's Fair at the same exact time. Same exact time, 1915. This was the Panama Pacific International Expo. The other one was like the Pan. They all play off each other. Yeah, well, Buffalo was Pan American. I knew uh, that. And then the San Diego one was something Pan, almost like Pan Am, I want to say. It was like a. Mm -hmm. No. Uh, put 1915. I think there yeah, was one in go. Russia as well at the same time. Panama. Oh, that's the PPIE is that's San Fran. I think. Oh yeah. This is a, let's see if I can find it. I've been to where they held the exposition. Now, about, when you, yeah, I was going to ask you being that you've been there, what does it look and feel like today? You know, I know that there's, I know that the, they have the one structure still there and the walls still up. Um, are you talking about SF or San Diego? Both. Um, well, the fucking, the Palace of Fine Arts definitely is, uh, it feels fucking, there's power there for sure. It feels like, it feels like there's power. Um, and Balboa Park as well. Um in san diego like we were there at night and it was just like buzzing dude now how far away is that were the two fairs um basically um uh san diego is the bottom of california yeah and you know san francisco we're basically right in the middle yeah so, so okay. it's like half of california yeah you're, you're a couple hundred miles away then yeah, it's probably like it's like a seven hour drive. Yeah. Okay. But oh yeah, here Look we go. At this. Like this shit's all still here. And I, so I that's the it. site of the expo, huh? Yeah, this is where this is where they had it. And it's all still there. All of it. They still this is one it. I never looked into much, and I gotta dig into this one because they still have this. It's all made out of redwood. That's amazing. Look at and that then thing. there's this crazy, like, gothic. Whoa, look at that cathedral. Yeah. Damn. Oops. Look at that dome and the tower. That is a massive cathedral, my man. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. What denomination is it now? <laughs> that I don't know. I'd be interested to see, because that's a 
that's a beast right there. But yeah, click on that that middle picture up top. This one? Yeah. Just to get a scope of what this is what the the this is what it looked like. This is San yeah, Francisco. Well, this is, yeah, this is SF. After now, obviously, guys, this is a rendition because you can see that it goes from black and white and to that, but it's just amazing. Look at that. Yeah, I'll uh let me pull up actually at the same angle. Yeah, because I can only imagine going to these sites. I gotta get I gotta get up to Buffalo one. Well, my my goal one day is to get to Chicago. I gotta get to Jackson Park and check that out. Totally. When I was um, there last, we didn't get to go there, but I walked around where like the Star Fort was in downtown. Yep. Yeah, it's gotta be a trip over there, man. There's a reason so yeah, why is... all these World Fair cities are shitholes. <laughs> you know, think about it. I mean, look across the board. You got St. Louis, New Orleans, New York, Buffalo, uh, San Fran, right? They let all these old world cities go to shit and all that value go go to waste. Totally. Like, why'd they toss all that down? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, no. I mean, but look at this. Okay, so this is this is 1915 San Francisco. This is the Panama pacific international expo and look what they managed to pull off i mean it looks like a roman city mixed in with a little spanish flair totally little you know a little facade i mean i think that's what they're doing a lot of these construction photos where it's just scaffolding i think they were refacading it with stucco um covering up the bricks applying the staff Yep, yeah, applying giving, the staff, giving it a you know uh, 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 what is it called? a whitewash, right? That little just, face lift. Yeah, and that's Paint it. Job and, even. Yeah, and and working with stucco is not easy. You know, no, I asked a couple people that 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 work in in construction and stuff. And they're like, man, when we get stucco jobs, that shit is a pain, and especially yeah, it's if it's like wet. A, it's not easy. No, so uh, even if they listen i still can't buy the excuse oh they're temporary because we used wooden steel and stucco no that's bullshit those aren't temporary why did you have to destroy them after the fact like you couldn't put this to use at all right we couldn't we couldn't spend a little of that profit that you got off the fair and invest in a little bit of upgrades to whatever wasn't working and go from there i mean yeah look at this okay let me find uh so me and uh, my homie Nick went out with our friend to the marina out there. Yeah. Um, and so real quick. Okay, yeah, here we go. What is that thing? So, th- yeah, this thing's down This thing's down there. It's like a, a lighthouse thing. Look at that stone. Uh, it's a stone lighthouse. Let me get so... Um, so that's down the marina in San Fran? Yeah, so basically, so all of... All of this here, this whole little jetty marina, and this is like a, a San Francisco yacht club, of course. No, of course. Um, they say this was all built with the rubble of the Panama Pacific Fair, which, which they're saying is which temporary. Which ties right? in <laughs> to exactly what Randy's been looking into, right? Over at Red Thread. He's yeah. been looking into the fills, right? And how they take, they were taking a lot of the old brick buildings. And dumping them 
either in lakes, uh, ponds, out out in the sea. They'd use it. Yep. At, yeah, look at that. I mean, so I mean, those are granite bricks, and so some of the cemeteries too. I know we talked about it last time a little bit. Um, some of the cemeteries that didn't make the trip um, to South San Francisco ma- made it out here. But I mean, dude, like, so this is what they're saying is ruins of the fair. You know what I mean? Dude, like dude. we have granite and we Rick. have bricks and it, it's not just that, you know, I mean, look at this. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's temporary. All I mean, right. could it be a mausoleum? I don't know, but yeah, I, I get it. I mean, this, yeah, it could be, but at the same time, man, look at that. That's amazing. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, this is like evidence. You know, it's another one of those things. Like they make it seem like, you know, it's all temporary. That's why we destroyed it. Except we built this whole jetty. See, my thing is how the ruins, how did they lay all of the foundations? That's my thing. Start with that. Because once you can sell me on, how did you lay 200 plus foundations? You know, then then you're going to have people walking on for two years or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Look at this one. Look at that. Big ass wall of something out there. Yeah, that was probably an exterior wall that was covered up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's a tower man. of jewels right there. <laughs> yeah, right? It's it's amazing what they can get away with though. And and the story that they can twist and spin and try and sell. But the amazing thing, and what's really cool, and we were talking about this before about, and I hate the word community, but to to get people to understand is the people like us that are looking into this stuff. Nobody paid attention to this shit before. Nobody was going down to their local beach and checking out old bricks or looking for old granite and seeing where they supposedly dumped this stuff and seeing what that was really down there and putting the pieces of the puzzle back together and building off each other, right? I mean, that's the best part about this. It's so, I mean, it's such a wild story. Think about that. They, They build this city that we just showed you for six months. With the plan of just destroying it and dumping it into the ocean. Mm-hmm. To lose how, money in most cases. Totally. Think about just that. To, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, these people, you guys know <clears throat> wealthy people and how they think. They don't like to lose. So why would they lose over and over and over again and right. keep coming all this, back for more? All the corporations who put in to show off their new gadget. Yep. They're not taking, you know, they're not doing it to take an L, dude. This 1915, you know. Yeah, no, no, not at all. They are, they are in it to win it. They're, they're in there for profit. They're in there to get their message across, and then they're in it to get out of there and erase any remnants of what was left behind. And totally, and that just shows me, you know, that's one of the main things that shows me that, it, it, you know, there wasn't a money grab thing this was a programming thing. This was a set the narrative thing, set the tone. This was get their products out there, you know, showcase what they want, showcase their narrative. And I think it was to finish off 
remnants of the old world, right? Anything that might still be connected or have a chance to be, I think like, you know, oh, the absolutely. Palace of Fine Arts, I think that's absolutely. still connected. I think that's still live, but the overall grid is destroyed. So it's not serving the function it once did, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's I, what it was. I think that was, yeah, you're absolutely right. It was to indoctrinate. It was to show them what was coming, show them a little bit of what was before, and then wipe mm-hmm. it out and say, okay, let's move on. Totally. And, and, you know, part of me thinks, see, this is all brick. Yep. It's all brick with, you know, concrete over it. But you never think that this is brick walking around it. But no, everything, everything look like is it. fucking brick, dude. Yeah. And that's what's crazy because I even noticed that up here. Um, there's a spot uh, over near Amherst where uh, I guess they did a similar thing with a lot of the old college buildings. They started dumping them and stuff. And you go in any river in the area around there, you're finding bricks. Um, you find pieces of old China, you know, like so, like plates and, and Trip. coffee mugs and stuff. It's like, what? It's so weird. Hmm. But like you said, everything, most everything was brick back then. If it wasn't wood, you know, I mean, obviously you, there was a ton built in wood, but totally. Well, you so know, much that was built it was in brick. A, totally. And it, you know, they had wood beams in a lot of these buildings, you know, big ass, but. It's just, it's a trip because a lot of these buildings survived the quakes who were bricked, you know, and it's like, I think it's a scare tactic. It's a fear, fear mongering thing as well. You know, fear the big earthquake. It's going to wipe out, wipe out. Oh, dude, I wanted to, you know, I got to share here. Let me share this real quick. You can leave it up. It's fine. Um, You got check out this photo. This advertisement for the fair, it's crazy because it looks like the Titanic's in the background, but it had just sunk, right? It's so just weird. It has the bear here with a spear in its mouth. It's got the kind of that Romanesque woman here, almost with a like a Moorish hat with a leaf in her hand. I mean, I, I just, I saw this ad and I'm like, wow, this is just weird. Yeah. I got the little pioneer. It's definitely, there's a, have you seen the one with the Hercules too? Where he's, no. Uh, um, yeah, there's a poster with Hercules. Like, let's see. What's, what's the one act you did where he s- split the pillars or whatever. The fuck? Yeah. He's like doing that. Um, I definitely have it saved somewhere. Um, it's a trip. It's a trip. Let's see. Yeah. So it. look at the difference in the way they built City Hall versus the way they built the bu- the other the buildings that they show us. Right. <laughs> look at the amount of rebar and shit that they used on that building. And then on the other ones, they're telling us, ah, they they just did a little skeleton, you know. But this is this is like a medium sized building at the fair. Like, so totally. I I don't know. It's a trip, man. It, it absolutely doesn't add up. I mean, there's a, it'll never add up for me. No, because they they show you these pictures, like, and this is what throws me because I look at this, I'm like, okay, I see scaffolding, but knowing what I know about these photoshop they can do 
it's like ah that could be because even the, one of the pictures from uh the destruction of the quake of that tower that used to be in san francisco and it's it the tower survived the the quake but i mean a lot of the outside fell off and stuff and somebody photoshopped the um this i don't even know what you want to call it but the 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 rebar inside of it to add more of it to make it look like stronger and more sturdy oh yeah totally and it's like okay if they're photoshopping that what else did they photoshop you know and you look at like this this is like you got a perfect building over here that looks kind of mud flooded and then you got (laughs) this building out here that has all the scaffolding on it but it looks already built like been there for a while and, totally. you know it's just it's such a weird and this is the scene you see over and over, like look at this over and over now are they building this or are they painting this i mean it's, hey, we can't tell no there's no there's no evidence to prove either way no and you figured you'd see a lot more materials that and that's the thing you never see in these pictures is a whole lot of building materials you see a lot of like now that's crazy look at that one of the that's supposed to be the arch oh no this is uh this is from when they tore down uh supposedly tore down uh oh that's uh, palace, palace of fine arts yeah, okay dude. so that's the palace there okay yeah and, which um okay let's go through that one for a second so they say that after the fair th- that this was supposed to be like they wanted it to be permanent so after the fair they tore it down and made it permanent no it's even it's even better than that it was it was set to be torn down but okay um i think it was phoebe hurst who did this whole save the palace program and there's a video and i pretty sure i we posted it and we we joked about it it's called the the uh, what's it called the jewel something there so you know the you know the fair video where it's like a little fairy girl and a little fairy boy and they're prancing around san francisco yeah so that that they made that video to like save the palace or whatever mm-hmm. and for whatever reason they decided okay fine you know and which is funny in it of itself because if it was built to be temporary um and they're like okay fine we'll just keep it you know and yeah, then what's that um, say about all the other buildings that you could totally. have just kept right yeah. and then you know 50 years later in the 60s supposedly it was so dilapidated that they ended up tearing it down and rebuilding it exactly the same and um the footage of that like just like that picture you showed it to me it doesn't match up with the actual size of it um even like john levi like <laughs> called i forget who he called but it was funny yeah so like, we no go to way, you look at that really right well, and then know? looking at the pictures okay so the arch guys the arch in this picture is probably like i don't know 25 feet tall the arch in the picture that case is in is much taller than that and the, yeah, and this the scope of the columns is much bigger, right? I mean, totally. I mean, even just, just to, uh, this looks back. like a movie set right here. Totally. Right. This a does not look like the fairgrounds. This looks like a movie set that they built something and we're destroying it. You know, totally. it's like for some Roman movie or something. Cause yeah. I, I'm with you. I don't, I don't believe some of these demolition pictures like this one's hilarious because 
These people are just standing here totally. watching the tower come down. Like yep. not not moving, not getting away from it, just standing there, hands on their hips, checking it out. Like Yeah, but I mean it's clearly gonna crash like into the other building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, not a fear, not a flinch. Nope, we're just going to... This happens all the time. We're used to this by now. Yeah, there's another one I have. Oh, I think it might be from this set where, like... I think this guy's in the same position for, like, multiple pictures where it's like, there's no way you're just standing there still that whole time. Like, even statue, the statues. Like, I've seen them make some of the statues for Chicago, and they were made like shit. Mm -hmm. But they some of them just look so good. I don't get it. Yeah, well, check this out. So um, there is a, a statue from the 1915s fair of Diana, and I've seen a couple pictures of it, and it showed up somewhere else. I can't really say, but um, they did work on it. And this, when this uh, you know master sculptor guy went in to like do repairs on it, he said that statue was was constructed and built in a way that he'd never seen before in his entire life really yeah like it like the composition of it and everything just yeah how they did it everything about it like was just something that he'd never seen before wow yeah and that thing sitting sitting off hidden hidden somewhere in in a yard that's amazing man wow what that just makes you think it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. See, they, I mean, they, you know, and I I don't think they did destroy most of this shit. I think a lot of these elites and rich people fucking pilfered a lot of it before they did destroy it for sure. Oh, Well, that's the rumor about the, the statue of Columbia in, in Chicago also is, you know, there were rumors that from it anywhere from it being made of solid gold to plated gold, and that what they did is at towards the end of the fair, the robber barons had it taken out and replaced with this replica that was going to be burned eventually in effigy right. um, as a symbol at the end. And yeah, I was like, holy totally. shit. That's what these, the, are. Uh, these are rituals too, Casey, totally. right? I mean, we got to understand totally. you, you, you don't have a mayor and a president assassinated these things and they just keep going on. Totally. I mean, totally, 1901 man. in Buffalo, you had the president assassinated, and there's a fair the next year. Like, no thoughts about it, and the president said <laughs> yeah. to open it up. Like, yep. what the fuck, dude? It's like bizarro world. Like, nope, the show must go on. <laughs> fuck the president. Yep, they the show just must like, go on. Yep, they just, like, reset it. All right, let's try this again and see if it doesn't get killed this time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, what can we pull off with this in, in this magic route? You know, yeah. it's like... I found those trippy tri- posters for the uh, fair. I'll go ahead and show them. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. But it goes it goes into the ritual as well. So this is one this is one Look of them, the greatest, shit. most beautiful, and most important history. And so Okay, so this now, is Hercules doing one of his things, you know. <laughs> My but question look has at, been look lately. at the background. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have the skyline. The old right? world. Yeah, it's it's the, it's the right fair minus the touches they put on it. Yeah. And that's what I've been looking at lately is, you know, the the whole idea of myths, right? Myths and fairy tales. What if they're tales? What if they're just old stories? And we and they added, you know, the word magic of it. They added the fairy tale to make you seem like, oh, it's this fantasy bullshit. And same thing with myth. I mean, 
For what sure. if in one of these timelines, those myths were reality? And that's how we ended up where we are. It's an easy way to dismiss. Like, I feel like a lot of the myth and stuff is kind of like, uh, poss- maybe it's, poss- it's possibly our past history that slipped through the memory banks, you know? And it's an easy way to, to um, sign it off because every savage and every indigenous person people around the world have these crazy myths about all this crazy stuff, you know, but. Well, and you um, think about it, how long does does it really take to lose um, history? You know, it doesn't take more than a generation or two and you can change everything. Right. And that's, that's all it takes. So, so for these people to do something like that, it it, it doesn't take much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people man. think it's this like this, <laughs> this massive effort especially back then right when totally. knowledge was so limited um information was so limited like it was on a need to know basis almost yeah and if you know they said it then like it hasn't had to necessarily be an ongoing conspiracy with all these people it was like the timeline was set the the past was set and people went on with their lives you know like like once the narrative is set, once history is set, people just go about their lives and fit in, you know, fit into it. So like they only had to pull it off back then, you know, and, and since then it's just people living, you know, living on the the narrative. Yeah. That that, kind this poster is a trip because it <laughs> looks like, it looks like you have, you know, the bear with the arrow in its back standing on the old city. Mm-hmm. right and he's trampling yeah. the old city and down below and it's all burning and dusty and then down below you have the rebirth the resurrection yep. the new city yeah right. and uh it's you know we you you posted recently about the russian bear yep you know and, and we've both been finding that you know the russians um have been in california much more than is in any of the history books has been fully, fully hidden, like um, big time. And, you know, we know where, what land Russia really is, you know, and it just makes you think like, how long were they really over here? You well, know, Russia and hundreds Chinese, of thousands a year. Right? Yeah, totally, I mean, totally. and they give the Chinese credit, right. And they gave mm-hmm. the Chinese Chinatown. Yeah. But at the same time, they hide any Russian connection. Totally. Totally. Yeah. They'll get, you know, totally. The Russians have been completely wiped out for the most part. It definitely downplayed, definitely downplayed. And I Um, think that's why the Tartaria thing is kind of a play by them to try and get their place back in history. Right. And, And say, listen, man, we've been in this since this reset, since the Bolshevik revolution, We've been made out to be the suckers in history, when in reality, we played a much bigger role than we were led to believe. So we're going to tell our story. And it's it's so hard for so many people to believe because they've been indoctrinated with this narrative that totally to even consider that, you know, what they've been taught as a lie is earth shattering. So they're just like, nope, I'm going to put it totally. away. I'm not even going to think about it. But yeah, you're absolutely even- right. That tie. And I found that a lot when I was looking into tartaria and i was reading the old manual old texts from like 16 1700 and they were talking about how these people were going across the land bridge and were ending up you know essentially west of the rockies 
And and that was their land over there. It was west of the Rockies through Alaska, through the land bridge. And, you know, the Chinese came over too. And But the Russian connection never gets, never gets talked about. It's no. always Chinatown. And, you know, the Chinese built the railroads and that's it. But no mention of who built the buildings or anything. And I don't even know that it was the Russians that did that. You know, it could have been the Spanish for all we know. Yeah, totally. Because I heard a mind trippy thing the other day. Um, I think it was on uh, Rising from the Ashes. They were talking about uh, Lemuria. Pull off because I'm going to look for something really quick. Yeah, but I'm listening. And they were they were looking at Lemuria and Atlantis. And what he was saying is, well, the Moos or the Moors from Lemuria ended up making it to Spain. And that's when the Spanish then decided to go on their conquests. Uh-huh. And that's why, you know, a lot of that Spanish architecture is that Moorish architecture, you know. And, and so it all comes back to Lemuria and Atlantis and these lands and the people that came from it. And, you know, you, you mentioned Lemuria or an Atlantis to any normal person. Like, the fuck is that? What are you talking about? Totally. And, and both both of those places were you know flooded in a deluge yeah atlantis they may know from disney and shit like that but yeah nobody's gonna know any any sort of history about it or that it's has any sort of reality based in it when it's been pushed off as fantasy to everybody totally yeah myth fantasy and they woo woo it up you know like the marines they kind of make it you know the crystal people you know the hippies new age yep they make it a joke you know Oh yeah, and they're they're gonna, and that's how they discredit it, right? Because they don't have legitimate arguments, so they just use names. They say, you know, the most they they'll take the most craziest of thoughts of that group and run with it, right? Not the not the most yeah. based stuff, not the stuff that worked for them for hundreds of years. They're gonna take the crazy shit that you're gonna say, "Wow, that was it's kind of weird," but it'd be like the same thing now, but you know some of the weird shit that people do here like that's not what everybody does that's what this fringe little group is doing but you're going to label the whole civilization as that no that's a trip hey dev you did you in your searches for um through russia shit did you come across uh concepcion uh aguero oh yeah dude jose and she uh she was mar- going to get married to this russian dude nikolai rezanov rezanov yes and he got killed when he was going back to russia and like she ended up being a becoming a nun or whatever it seems like a weird romeo and juliet situation oh California, it's perfect you know? right and he was the guy that was going back and forth this guy uh, uh rezanov was going yeah. back and forth between Russia, Alaska, California. Like he was on that trail. Yeah, it's been a while since I I looked at it, but yeah, it's interesting, especially since he died. You know, he died when he was in Siberia, going back to get blessing for the wedding, and then she suddenly became, you know, a nun. Like, well, she lost her everything. What do totally. you do, Casey, with a broken heart? Yeah. yeah. And this is in, this is, we're talking in 
you know, this is supposedly in the 1700s, you know, he died in 1807. So this is way back in Cali history that is completely, yeah. completely wiped away. He, you know, he's a part of the uh, Russian American company, which is, well, that's when you only get the Spanish yeah, Mexican version is, totally. is the 1700s and, and even early 1800s till, uh, you know, do you, what the U S claim it in their 1820s, 1830s. Yeah, and even then it's crazy. It's hard to make any sense of. I'd love to talk to that dude you're you said you were talking to on Patreon because the Spanish the Spanish stories of them sailing up and down the West Coast are just insane and they don't make any sense. For these great world explorers, like they couldn't even find where a dude went like a year before, you know? Like, yeah, no. That, that <laughs> I have a hard time with a lot getting of those laughable. stories. And and granted, yeah, they may have been there, but the Spanish may have been there, but it, it just doesn't. I don't know. I I can't figure it out with the timeline and and how things were were just transferred over. And but there's no mention of anything being there, right? There's these Spanish and the other thing that uh, I, these, sorry, I'm bouncing the all forts, over right now. But the other thing the that I found interesting first. about San Fran is a ship of uh, Mormons came over early and oh, who was it whoever the guy was driving the boat ended up becoming some wealthy guy for something else and i can't remember the whole story of it there you go thomas Dude. rhodes yes yep 1847 yeah two years before the gold rush before the gold rush yes yeah and they so just they... so happened to arrive there <laughs> Yeah, and then they just so happened to get start a mint in 1849 in Salt Lake City. Yep, like so, you know, you can't tell me they weren't out here already, crushing the gold rush. When they said it was a gold rush, it was already over, man. That was just to get people to populate the west. The west, you know. Well, they needed workers. The fake, yeah, yeah the, they had the fake gold rush. They got everybody out west, and they enslaved them all. The gold was long gone by then, with all the hydraulic oh. mining and and this with the Spanish raided, and with the Russians and Chinese had gotten out of oh, there. The Mormons. Well, that's how you. I think that's where a lot of their wealth came from, right? I, I really think they pilfered sure, I mean, whatever was in knew. Utah already, and yeah. from California and Cal- early. Yeah, because they knew they knew where it was. They yeah, knew where it was they got it out, and then they set up their fucking banks and their money printing shops, and then they set off the gold rush and get everybody coming out west, and then they just sold them shit. And yeah. Fuck, yeah, and everybody would find a nut, <laughs> you know, a flake here, a flake there, but totally. you know there was that hope that that you were going to find that nugget. Yep, there was but there was hope. shit left. It was all scraps. Totally. Yep. Yeah. And some people, you know, some people got rich, but most of the people you look into got rich because they had a, a grocery store or they had a supply place or a hotel or, you know, or they had a grocery store and they ended up owning a railroad, <laughs> which is <laughs> the case in a lot of places, a lot of, a lot of people. I love this right here. Look at this. Rhodes paid his tithing in $17,000 worth of gold to President Brigham Young. In 1847, <laughs> 17k. That was his tithing. So that's 10 percent of what he got, basically. Yeah, two years before the gold rush even happened. So he's pulling two, say 200k to wrap for round numbers. He pulled mm-hmm. in 1847. 
Yeah, yeah. must have been nice. <laughs> That's uh, millions of dollars nice. today. Yeah. yeah. And this is what you never hear about. You know, you never hear that there's people already out here gold rushing. You know, Sutter didn't just happen to find a nugget out here in Sutter. And then the whole country started moving out here. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. It was, well, a, it was a programmed what, thing. It was a program. Would they thing. say they, these people got gold fever? Yeah, for right? sure. Right, that's a whole nother trip. That seems yeah. like that was a like a almost like an operation. Totally, talk about a spell. You know what I mean? Yes, that's what I, I I feel like it was a total like if it wasn't a some sort of uh, you know study, they they were doing something to these people. No doubt, bro. No Get doubt. Get them in that chaotic sense of of just gold. That's all they were thinking about was this rock. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was on mute. But, yeah, it's only, you know, how much of our world is focused on it, you know? Like... Well, and, even and even this, just the narratives of like if you just think about the Aztecs and the Mayans, they had cities of gold, you know, like they were weren't really tripping on it. They were just building beautiful stuff or whatever. Well, and you know? and what we think of as cities, right, aren't going to be the same cities that the Mayans and stuff would have built. They built these massive temple complexes that were cities to them, and comparable to buildings that of today. But they oh, had sure. their stuff laid out in a manner, I feel, that was beneficial to them. Whereas ours is laid out in a, you know, a, a processing. Uh, it's definitely bastardized. Yeah. It's bastardized free energy. It's the opposite of. of yeah, exactly. And, and the more I watch these, you know, the, the different YouTubers that can that can produce these, you know, free energy on a small scale. You know that they could, if they we can do it on a small scale, they could do it on a big scale back then. There's no doubt in my mind because that it's just you look at the way. I mean, look at the pyramids, all this stuff, and and you you talk to anyone that knows anything about the pyramids, and those things were, and some still are, some of the smaller ones still active. So, yeah. That's a big thing. That's that's been the that's been the hot button recently is this electroculture stuff. I put a video up on it on on Instagram of of a TikToker and people went nuts with it. Dude, it's wild. And it's crazy when you, so when you look on YouTube like there's videos that are like 10 years old, you know? It's totally one of those things that's just still hidden hidden from us, you know? Oh, of course. Yeah, yes. look at, yeah, five years. Yeah, it's been out there. And then I found these dudes who actually are harvesting energy out of the ether, and I need to, I need to find that again. Well, that's it's like some, the guy that like works a straight up company. The guy that works with. Um, with uh, Campbell on autodidactic Bernie, he's been using this uh, colloidal silver water on his plants. Oh, hell yeah. And he said it's just been, they've been taken off. 
I've always and, wanted to try that. Yeah. And he said, the other thing that uh, you can do is take a stick, just put it, you know, into the soil a little bit, have part of it out and wrap a copper uh, coil, you know, there's a copper wire around the stick and that will, you know, work the soil and you, you will have much improved totally. results. That seems like all you really have to do. You don't even have to like do much except just run the copper through your, through the soil or through the plants. Yeah. You know, some pyramids and, uh, because well, that's what they're saying. They're saying that the tools that, um, I watched the video on it, how, uh, the, you know, the, whatever our shovels and shit are made out of these days, it takes all of the, you know, it met, it's basically like a magnet. It's so it sucks up all the minerals in the soil when you dig in and just mess, it makes a mess of it. Whereas if you, totally. if we use copper tools that would go in and cause no damage whatsoever to the soil would not impact the soil whatsoever. And, you know, we're just basically have been given instruments and, and taught how to just destroy the soil over and over and over again. Totally. And you start, you, you think about, you know, all the, uh, the dome roofs and all the copper, um, staircases and all that kind of shit. Like you just have to think that that's doing the same thing. It's the same process. Well, yeah. And you look just at on like the architectural a building, style. look at a building like the palace of fine arts, right? It, with the columns and the arches and the way it's set up, it looks like some sort of converter or Total some sort of receptor. Off. You know, or yeah, it has, and even some... just for energy, you know, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And 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 what we fail, what people fail to realize too, is is the the nature of the granite that they're using, the brick, red brick that they're using. These are very conductive rocks, right? I mean, red brick has energy to it. It's it's. You know, and they're finding more and more that the, there's stuff to the way these buildings, not only the you know, the sacred geometry of the building, but the the stones themselves that were put into these buildings. Totally. It was all definitely thought about for sure. Yeah. And I think they all resonate. They all resonate frequencies that are beneficial to us. You know, every single brick was placed so that the frequency would resonate and, and great frequencies. And even like with people being in there, like, and their vibes, I think it just amplifies it, you know? Yeah. Well, you and go to a so church. easy to totally. Well, yeah, I think that, you know, they, I can't remember if we talked about this before, but I've, I got this weird vision. I was at a funeral and, you know, the pastor is going on and talking about, you know, they're talking about like feeling God or whatever. And I was sitting there like, well, yeah. Um, if this church was tuned like killer, uh, you know, that would explain like this feeling of, of God and this presence of this, you know, almighty spirit, you know, cause it's just killer vibes getting shot into you. And, well, you yeah, know, I you... felt it, I felt it in walking on these buildings. I felt it at, uh, I felt it all over England. I felt it at Palace of Fine Arts, you know, goosebumps and like, you know, these cathedrals, like there is, they may be broken or freaking bastardized, but like they're still like on important areas.
And, you know, the power is still there. I think that's the key. It's, it's where the roots are, right? We can, the, the, the upper part can be, you know, some of it can be fixed. I don't think some of the original structures can be redone, but it's where it's the land that it's on that they're after because there's totally. some energetic value to the placement of these. And all, like you said, all these were done strategically. Infrastructure. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot of the infrastructure, you know, and they just built on top of it and capitalized off it. Yeah. You know, 100%. And, and, and we talked about that before with, with San Francisco being on top of a giant star fort. Totally. Right. And that's, and I think, yep. That's what we see more and more is that you start looking at what's below. And a lot of these cities, they just built on top of the previous. And I remember hearing about that in, you know, in school when they were talking about the Romans and how, yeah, they just used to build on top of the other buildings. And I was like, well, why did the previous buildings get buried? And they just, "Eh, yep, everything came in and got buried. We just built right on top of the old stuff. Yeah. What? Yeah, and it, it's fully what they do. And, you know, we've uh, we've mentioned, like, the cymatics with the star forts and, like, you know, that's all part of frequency. And, you know, I, they build on top of these foundations to use the frequencies, you know. Like, a star fort wasn't just, like, one star fort. I feel like it, it was, like, multiple, like, cymatics inside of cymatics, and all the shapes like are just so important and which is why they can like just build on top of it inconspicuously and just kind of reharvest it or, you know, whatever from it, you know, we see a lot of buildings that are shaped like it. Um, you know, it, it's a lot bigger picture. I feel like, <laughs> um, Oh uh, yeah. I, I I'm you with know, you. But, I think, I think the key is the cymatics. It's the frequency totally. when we get, when it boils down to everything in this, it, it's energy, right? This whole realm is about energe- energetic value. And I think that these, between the ley lines, between the materials that were used for the buildings and the placement of these buildings, like you're saying, there's there was an infrastructure, excuse me, or a grid, so to speak, that these buildings worked, may not have worked together, but you had... A building with this frequency over here, that frequency over there. Well, those two in conjunction with each other gave that middle ground a certain frequency that helped a certain people or helped a certain plant product, plant grow, you know? And and I think totally. they had it down to that level. And no doubt. all of a sudden when our, our turn came, you know, and, and people came around, the buildings were half buried and they're like, fuck, what do we do? You know, what do we do with all this? We'll try and dig it out. And then they're like, wow, we can't dig all the way down there. That's going to take us forever. What do we do with these buildings? Well, we can't redo them. Why don't we just start destroying them? Because we don't we yeah. don't want them, anybody that knows what to do with them, to get their hands on them. Totally. And everyone was everyone was fighting for them. And yeah, they, what they did was they, they destroyed them or they refacaded them. They claimed they were destroyed. They had fires. They had because it almost seems like wars. You know, if they were that good with cymatics, right, or or trying to figure it out, or they came across these buildings, right, and were playing around with it, and it blew up on them, right, and they they fucked mm-hmm. something up and caused a massive shake, and that you know, or a massive uh, frequency shift, and and that could have caused these mud floods that everybody talks about. 
Um, and I've always thought about sure. that. You know, was it a weapon that they had under control and then we came along and didn't know how to control it? Or did they know how to control it and did it intentionally? You know, there's so many possibilities when you go down that route. But I think cymatics is a huge part of it because I don't think it can happen any other way. Yeah, no doubt. I think it is, too. And it's another thing that's just been hidden from us. Sound, healing, acoustics, like the power of it even just music and like how they've changed the uh, frequency of music, you know, like there, it's definitely a hidden, it's a hidden key. It's a hidden tool for all of us that they've definitely, I mean, even like on the radio, they have commercials for acoustic healing for your fucking boner fucking for your boner, dude. So like, you know, like if they can fix that, you know, just think of the possibilities, like, it's just frequency. It's just waves, you know? Yeah. Wouldn't but it be amazing? On the other hand, your body's 80% water. So, you know, it's going to be susceptible to these frequencies, whether they're 100%. good or bad. And that's, you know, we get back to, well, again, we were talking before, and I, I've been battling arthritis for uh, probably about seven years now. And up until about 2020, I had it you know, 15 to like 18, it was really bad. 18, I started getting it under control. 19, it was good. 2020, until the shit hit the fan, I had it on lockdown. I didn't notice a thing. I went through all of, you know, Rona with no issues, really. Like I had everything on point. Then all of a sudden they roll out this 5G. And now all of a sudden it came back with a vengeance. And I didn't really change you know, a whole lot with what I had been doing previously that would, you know, make that much of a difference. And the only thing that I can correlate with it is this rollout of these higher frequencies, these new frequencies. You're muted, dude. uh, They're jamming us up with some shit, no doubt. And like, there's so many ways they can, whether it's through these 5G towers or they, I, they can do it through the television, through the radio, you know? Yep. And just, like, giving us that discordanceness as opposed to an harmony. Like, just think about that every day, you know? Like, it adds up. It's, part, you know, that's how they all they've trapped us into this rat race, you know? And you, people can't get out. It's, like, it's impossible for people to even see how to get out. Like, people think we're crazy to not be want to be in the rat race you know and like i think it's crazy to want to be in the rat race and that is part of it they're jamming us up with all these crazy frequencies they definitely have it figured out it's been figured out they either back engineered it or they knew they used it you know they've been using it against us ever since they our current fuckers have have had it for sure yeah and it goes from from you know we can just we can get deep on it from just like you know, our resources and stuff. And, when, and we can get crazier into like rituals of uh, concerts and sporting events and like harvesting our energy through that. You know, fucking. Oh, dude, I got to play this video for you. My buddy, our buddy, uh, or not buddy, uh, our friend at on Instagram, uh, the Tartarian uh, Talisman does. Great- yeah, yeah, that's a cool channel. I love her channel. So um, her channel. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. This 
this this little 10 second clip from Sam Fran who was up on the page today and I'm like oh this is perfect okay. we got to play this tonight it's so so this is 1906 here I picked it up then it vanished away from my hands oh that's from that uh that's from that palace video I was talking about right yes. there yes and and that's the creepy part about that little girl releasing <laughs> the dove and all that yeah, they stuff. Tie, that's tied in. Did it's, they? Did she make that video, or was it like that? Do you know? I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> It'd be cool to uh, find out. I want to see the whole video. Yeah, like you were. Yeah, talking me too. I like to know what else is uh, in there. Because I have a couple of old San Fran. Um, clips and it's real interesting because we went over one of them last time that we talked about because i don't believe that one where they say it says 856 you know oh yeah 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 i think yep. that one's a whole load of horseshit because we looked at that and i've looked at that numerous times and seen that there's no way Let's see. Is this the video here? Oh, this is the colorized one. Let's see if I can get that. Is that a? I have a shit ton of fucking fair vids. Yeah, I like these. I love these old time. People are doing great work on these, and there's a good um, YouTube channel. I gotta, and I'll I'll try and find the link and post it in here. But he read colorizes old videos and it's amazing oh is it uh like uh rick yeah 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 that guy's awesome riders on the storm all right we're not playing we're not getting copyrighted for playing the <laughs> cia's most oh dude players. actually uh i got a copy i got a, a copyright hit on the last interview we did from that uh, Doors song. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, dude. That's this same video right here. Yeah, this is what we were showing. Yeah. And that's what's so stupid. It's like, come on. Yeah, just the fact that they knew that that was in there. Oh, they sweep these things for everything, man. Like, I mean... I've got, and that's why I can't post to YouTube anymore. They've given me too many strikes for nonsense. Like, not even for, like, strikeable material. It's just for stuff they didn't like. <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm done with YouTube. I got, I got nothing left for them. Yeah, they haven't done much for me as far as my content. <laughs> no. And that's why I did the Patreon, because I'm like, you know, I can, I can put a little bit more up there. Can't go crazy on Patreon either, because they'll, they'll, they'll ding you too but you know what at least, at least I can it's put kind it... of a a private yeah i could put my own content up there right if i totally. make something if i make a video i can put it up there and not worry about youtube striking it because they don't like a word i said in it yeah and it's more of a community you know people are there because they want to be there they're not just whatever you know yeah checking shit out randomly oh dude this is amazing this whole i, I can't i still can't get over san francisco man i've been i've been looking around at it and looking at these pictures of the fair and looking at the story right because you you look and, and the narrative is there's nothing really until 
1830s, you start seeing a little activity, right? That's when the U.S. starts to get a hold of it. And then all of a sudden it just blows up and burns and then blows up and burns. And it's like, what? Yeah. These are a bunch of exhibits. Yes. London to the South Pole, a.k.a. (laughs) Antarctica. Yep. It's all frozen and shit. Terra Nova. Yep. New land. (laughs) And I always love, because these posters are always like produced by Henry Ellsworth, scenic and electrical reproduction. You know, it's like some electric company. Of course. Yeah. Fort Mason. There it is. Yeah. This is just some of the map of, uh, there's interesting stuff like the 15 fair and these exhibits. There's like a 49 minor camp. Yep. And like this Grand Canyon and like, you know, those are the kind of things that make me think like, well, was this whole thing fake, you know, was a gold rush fake in the first place? Well, yeah. And, and they had to have their human zoos though. Yeah. yeah. And know, these are the human show zoos. Off, show the off Pueblos. These, yeah. These, these subhumans, you know, then the original people, not or the people before us, but yeah, it's amazing. Look at that. Oh man! Oh yeah, you want to go for an African dip? African if, dip. Uh, you get this, Sappho you know. tips. Let's <laughs> say the greatest money getters. Wow! Yeah. yeah look, at the, and this is a statue of the horse. That thing is massive. <laughs> Trippy. And that's one thing I didn't get too deep into was the, you know, the exhibits themselves, because they're basically, if you go fair to fair, they're pretty consistent. What, mm-hmm. what it is, is just these companies advertising their newest products, the latest yeah. and greatest. That a whole, uh, reproduction of the Panama Canal. Yep. Yeah. They did a whole like launch from it and everything. It was, I mean, yeah. Okay, and why are we? Why drop is the, the chocolate drop? <laughs> yeah, there's the chocolate drop. Great, there it is. Cool, cool, cool attraction. Really cool attraction. Drop the chocolate. Wow. But I'm pretty convinced that this was like a star fort kind of. This was a star fort here that where they built the fair. It Hence almost seems like it. it had to be, right? I mean, yeah, it was at least part of it, you know. Because I, I feel it. the same way about Buffalo. I feel the same way about Chicago. I feel the same way about New York. All of these places were part of an older civilization. Totally. That, that had th- these, you know, they determined the energetic value of the land. They had these places scoped out. Now, were they to the were they like downtown Los Angeles today? No. But did they have buildings like this possibly? Yeah. <laughs> of course. That's what I Big think. Time. I think those were there. And I think these guys just, you know, some of them they tried to dig out. And others they realized, shit, we just got to landscape around it and go as is and try and find a cool idea as to why it's yeah. half buried. I got a bunch of these guys. Oh, nice. A little real. Can you hear it? No. Uh hit pause. Go up to the three dots on, when, uh, hold on where where it says share and stuff. 
pause, fucker. On this Up here. Like where you clicked share. Oh, yeah. On the uh, up top, when you go up top where the zoom uh, drop down is, and over on the right hand side, you'll see three dots. Click on that, and it should say share computer sound about three quarters of the way down on your right. Not this one. This one. No. No, it's on the zoom part. On this part here with the. Okay. No, on the zoom, like. Where you share your screen. Oh, that thing, our little... Uh, yeah. Here. This part? So you go to the Zoom thing, yeah. Okay. Share computer sound. Yes. Uh-oh. All right, hold on. Let me try this again. Yeah. That. Probably not, <laughs> try not to wise everyone. to type your I'm password to get on my the password. screen, man. See if I can find <laughs> it again. That'd be um, fantastic. Hey, anybody want Casey's Apple account? Here you go. Fuck. Oh, okay. Share sound. I got yep. it right here. Let's see if that works. Dude, oh, I've shit. done that so many times where I share a video and I'm like, oh, that video was great. And then I listen back and I'm like, oh, fuck. You could barely hear it faint in the background because it picked up on my mic a little bit, but that was it. Can you hear me now? Yo. I can hear hey, you. Can you. Okay. All right. Let's see. Where'd that video go? So this one was made, I guess, made from like 39 from the 39 fair. Okay. He's from you, but, you know, to kind of, suppose he was found, this found footage or whatever. Let's see. It's only two minutes long. Can you hear that? From 24 years out of the past, Telenews brings you these historic newsreels. Pictures taken during the closing day of the Panama Pacific International Exposition. There it is, the Phantom City. The, the Phantom City. The Tower of Jewels, sparkling in the sun. Remember those sights? Nightfalls, now the lights go on. The exposition becomes a fairyland of brilliance. Fairyland. It's the last night of San Francisco's 1915 World's Fair, and so the fireworks start. The greatest display San Francisco has ever seen. The rockets and the bombs explode, and the, the Navy bombs. joins in, too. The Battleship Oregon, world-famed veteran of the Spanish-American War, lies off San Francisco's marina, outlined by electric lights. And here's Art Smith, the boy wonder of aviation, this who amazed great. the world with his daring. He's seated in his plane, 1915's latest model. He kisses his wife goodbye. He's off on another flight over the World's Fair. A night flight this time, the last flight on the last night. The flaming plane of Art Smith cavorts among the exploding rockets, thrilling the quarter million people assembled for the closing ceremonies of the 1915 fair. Over the bay, close to the Tower of Jewels itself, closing that fair in a burst of fireworks. And then, the blackout. One by one, the lights go out. Slowly, the Tower of Jewels is darkened. Gradually, the great fan in the sky shrinks. It's all over. The 1915 fair has run its course. 
Now, 24 years later, the 1939 fair closes too. Dude, like you said, the the words they use is so funny, and and that's one of the things that always interests me about the fair too, because it's called the it was called the crown jewel of the West, mm. right? So this was a spectacle to show. This was the spot in the West that they wanted to show the world, right? The crown mm. jewel. To represent, you know, what is the crown jewel? That is the number one jewel on the crown. Um, yeah. I mean, damn. And, and then the yeah, bombs, they call it the, fan- the Phantom City. And- yeah, rockets and bombs. And that dude actually, um, I think this one's silent, but that dude crashed and died. At that That's what I was going to say. Yeah. They didn't show you the part where the guy crashed and burned because he didn't yeah. make it out of that thing alive. It's in here somewhere. Is this that? This might be the. Okay, so this is the. So this is a video they made to try and save the. Uh, the palace. Okay. And this is a weird one that has the. Uh, the little girl. Little fairy girl. Oh yeah. This prancing is around. Okay. Yeah, it's the girl from the prior video that we looked at, the one from uh, Tartarian Talisman. And it's this girl just running around the lake with like a bird in her hand in like, a very weird dress with a crown on her head or something on her head. Overlooking the fair. Yeah, she's just. This is so true. This is so like sixties. Oh yeah, there's there there's it is. Clip. That's the exact scene. Yep. Goes over all these dead people from the. Look at that! A little kid just making dead people touching dead people. <laughs> like, dude, the coronavirus people would lose their mind right now. Oh man, That's go wash 60. your hands. Use some sanitizer. But you look at that, like the that does not look temporary behind her. No, that that fountain with the massive yeah. what is that Zeus? I think it was a that's a court of abundance or something. Okay. Look at that pillar. Yeah, dude. Why would they go through all that effort? It's just temporary, right? No. You could just have straight north south. They didn't have to curve it. Dude, they don't have to do any of that shit. Damn. The more I get into these, the more questions I have. Because it, like, yeah. I've seen, listen, I've seen enough evidence. The fair had everything. Sorry. Sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, that, I didn't mean to, to play the sound on that one. This one's long. Win. Sorry, say what you were saying. No, I just, remember. it's... It's the stories, right? Because there's evidence. They've put enough evidence out there to make their story seem plausible if you just look at it at the surface. But then when you start digging into it, it just doesn't make sense. And no. even the story that they tell you with the the pictures they try to support it with, the timeline and the, the manpower and the tools and everything, it just... I've never, I've never gotten a good feeling about any of that. Here he is. How sketchy that landing! Wow, (laughs) coming in hot. Oh, yeah, dude. Ninety percent of these guys flying these little shit crafts are going down. Oh yeah. Come on. Oh, 
He's got a death what? wish. That's all yeah, that is. Yeah, for sure. That kind of goes back to thinking they're just like trying out this old but technology. Night, with the moon over the Golden Gate as a background, he attached flares to the fragile linen-covered wings of his plane. Yeah, and he attached and flares to his linen-covered wings, like linen-covered wings. That's a smart idiot. idea if you got flames involved, you right? Yeah, he's a fucking flying fireball. Well, I was watching uh, Ancient Aliens the other day, and they were talking about how a lot of the Vimanas on the bottom of them have different cymatic patterns. Makes sense. You know, and that maybe that pattern on there required a certain frequency, and when that frequency was in abundance, that thing could levitate. And It makes sense to me. You know, it makes, it makes a lot sense more sense than the way we fly today. Yep. In these, basically, I mean, you're you're flying in a giant missile. Like that totally. thing could just blow up on you at any time. Yep. And this always looks like a model to me. What's with the the bucket? It's uh the aeroscope or something like that. It was called. It would take people up there. You could see the whole city. Yeah, it just seems so fucking dangerous having that thing flying around right there. Yeah, could you imagine being in that thing? Let's go back to it. Yeah, no thanks. I'll pass. But the yeah, the nighttime of the nighttime views of the, the crown jewel when you look at it down, uh I don't know if it's called the court or whatever. Yeah, this view. It's like Dude, what's look at that bucket thing? And what is that bucket doing? Does it really need to do like that looks like a, a model? Right, totally. that doesn't look real. That looks yeah. like a, a model on it. I think this was like an exposition set of the fair. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I feel like they've done that too in some instances. They've they've videoed little models, given us the models that as actual stuff to show that. Oh, hey, look, these buildings weren't real. Totally. I mean, the modeling is a whole other rabbit hole. Yep. I think a lot of the old pictures are just model model pics. Yeah. Yeah, man. Look at these. No one ever forgot her charm. Stella loved to spread her yeah. legs. Oh, yeah, that a whole... Is either Ford or Chevy had a whole plant inside one of the buildings. I think it was Ford because they made like they did that at a bunch of fairs where they would crank Ooh. out cars during the fair. Yep. And like and oh dude. No, go go ahead, fucking. No, they would they would uh they would be like a special edition. So you could get the World yeah. Fair I don't know if it was the World Fair model, but it was made at the World Fair and so it had you know a little nostalgia to it. Oh dude, so check this part out. So they they talk about um, that. So they had, um, um, I forget what it was called, but we could look it up. They they would um, project images on like fog and smoke and shit, like in the bay. And so they um, were doing it off the steam engine. But when they talk about the steam engine, they they say it was painted to look like it was marble. And it looks like it's marble. And I've done so much searching and trying to find anything about any kind of marble train or anything. I can't find anything. Marble train? Yeah. Here, let's see if I could turn it. Let me go back a little. 
Can you hear it pretty good? Yeah. Okay. Projected patterns of oh, the scintillator was a projected patterns. Here's the train. Painted to look like marble. Yeah. Oh, but so was probably, there a marble train? You was know what they did? They probably train. put Scagliola on it. Well, sure. Lights, you know, I mean, it would be heavy as fuck if that was the case, though. Think about how much you'd have to put on. Yeah. I've just always wondered if maybe... Did they have a real marble train? (laughs) You know what I mean? But just think, I don't know. But I can't even find any info about them using a train to project off this, this scintillator thing anyways. Yeah. It's absolutely insane to have a marble train, obviously. But it just kind of makes you think, well, shit, man, fucking did that. But depending <laughs> on what kind of end, you know, what kind of uh, different energy source you use and what kind of engine you're using, hey, maybe marble moves well. Yeah, who knows? I mean, if anyone else has heard anything about this, but like, I can't find any in- info anywhere. And it's probably because there is no such thing as a marble train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, hey, man, like, these are the weird little things that I come across where I'm like, wow, what if fucking the original trains that, you know, were fucking made of marble? <laughs> Just trippy. Or there's something to the marble, right? There's some yep. that we're missing that, that it, that's just a clue. It's not a marble train. It has something to do with it, though. Yeah. And that's why I love yeah. sending this out because there's people with high levels of autism that'll sift through this for a while and come back totally. with a good answer for you. Yeah, please. Please do. Because I don't have it. <laughs> I can't, uh, yeah, I can't claim any knowledge on the marble trains. Oh, neither can I. <laughs> yeah, bro, I don't know. What do you want? What do you want to uh, fucking. Go from here. I don't know. I got about five more minutes, and then I gotta I gotta wrap it up for the right. night. Cool. Well, um, some, you know, sounds like we definitely got another another oh, few for episodes sure, bro. going. Because I want to talk to you. I, I want to get into not tonight, obviously, but I, w- I want to get into some uh, hydraulic mining. Yeah, and, dude, let's do it and look at some of that out west because that's a mind fuck in itself. Totally. And, the way they terraformed the landscape of the West with, with hydraulic mining and God knows if they were using frequency weapons, but there was yeah, a totally. massive amount of land that was moved. Big time. Yeah, let's start on the next one. Let's kick it off with some hydraulic mining and then Okay. It'd be fun to get into Sutro and the Sutro baths and the Cliff House. Oh shit, yes. Okay, perfect. Intro yeah. Cliff Cliff House is a trip. Yeah, and this is well, where actually, live. you know what? Let's let's but while we're do, yeah, let's do this. Let's just show mm-hmm. it to to people right now, and then uh, yeah. we'll lead with that stuff next time. Totally. So yeah, you know, this is current view. We have the Cliff House. There's like three of them. It's like pretty much empty right now too. <coughs> and this one is much more modern right like reserved compared the old ones were beautiful and they really like hung over the ledge totally and i I actually have some stuff queued up we can go through quick yeah this was this was his home 
and it's hard to see here, but this is like a straight castle wall. Or a Starfort uh, wall, yeah. Sure, yeah, definitely. Let's see. Uh, desktop. What were we just looking at? Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, no, I want to see my pictures a lot. Yeah, so these are fucking pictures we took recently. Yes, I love. Yeah, so here's the. Real. Yeah, yeah this is Sutro. This is where his house was. <laughs> house is gone, but these were all statues up here. That's what's crazy too. They they, they loved the statues, yep. right? That was you saw <coughs> there. They had these Roman and Greek statues all around the tops of these places. Like it's almost like that was their defense, right? Their and the energy of these statues was defending that property. Yeah, I mean, there. Look at this thing. Just so. No, there wasn't a door there. And this is this is the other side. So, like from here, what down is filled in? What? Yeah, Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. And his house like sat sat here, like somewhere. Yeah, it had to be behind those trees at least. Those are old. It's like some weird bunker. These steps. There's a bunch of weird steps. And, cut and that's in the thing. Everywhere. You find all these weird things on these rich properties, right? These mm-hmm. mansion properties that not many people are ever going to get mm-hmm. to go on. Yeah, dude. We climb. Yeah. You can climb down the front here. And Looks these were like sketchy. these were these were I think like hot tubs maybe at one point. Get out! Just on the cliff yeah. like that. Yeah. Nice. You know they love Diana too. Oh, Diana! That is yeah. Yeah. So Sutro is a trip. We can get into the history with um with the uh what's it called the. Uh, his uh the fucking the baths sutro baths yes yeah sutro baths and all that and he's an interesting dude he came from the comstock load in uh, nevada and basically like hustled um you know hustled fucking his money out of there and came to san francisco and uh that's the american way right there yeah he definitely went up. He battled. Uh, he battled the fucking robber barons. We can. We'll get into that. That's the part the I wanted to one. talk to you about. Yeah, it's interesting. He, he was kind of the first, my, the first introduction to like uh, controller battles. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they weren't all just getting along. No, no. You even a, saw that back in the day in in America. I mean, the robber barons, they'd battle each other, you know, head to head at times. And it didn't end well for one of them usually, but it happened. And I've kind of called this a crystal palace. Yeah. Um, No one else really has, but it, it was dude. And it's, it's a weird one. It's it's a a giant bathhouse. Yeah. It's pools. And, and so like, here, let me go back. Yeah, right there. There's one. Um, yeah, so this is like the inside. 
was insane. And like all, like the pools, um, were different temperatures. Okay. Now can you scan up a little bit to the roof? Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You look at that and that is the same as the interior of the world fair buildings. Yet this is temporary or permanent. And those were temporary. Right. Exactly. Uh, It's it's funny. It's funny. I was hoping to get a, a good outside one. Little, but I mean, this plate, look how huge it is. And this is just like half of it. There's that's a whole a, other half if you face. The other yeah, those way. are boats in there. <laughs> you know, totally. like that's a pontoon in there. I, um, yeah, because they, they these things started popping up all over the place. They were big mm. out west. Montana had them. These. Oh. And so what's trippy the trippy shit is like they still like how they fed so like this is where it was that we were just looking at yep let's see where's the thing where did i do it okay we go back it's kind of the wrong opposite angle but where is that one photo well this this works so like we're looking south here. Yep. Um, to the to the second cliff house. So like the view in that picture is, would be like this. Like, yep. More more or less, you know. Yep. Me? I gotcha. Um so the the real crazy thing is how so it was like it was fed by the ocean. And down here and all of this is all these um tunnels and like where the water would feed through and they still don't quite like understand how it works and because it's really fucking hard to get back here like it's dangerous you could you'll die like if you get swept away you'll die oh yeah and and there's a video (laughs) so fucking so like there's tunnel there's a tunnel um and so I have tons of personal pictures from here, and I'll make sure they're all queued up. Um, that's for the, ne- that's for the next time. right there, man. Because look at that. I mean, that's just yeah. There's like these pools. It's not like those tunnels are accidental, right? Those aren't natural no. tunnels. Those are. Man- and there's actually a tunnel. Right- What's trip is there's a tunnel right here, and it's covered up. <laughs> it's definitely not covered up in in real life. Yeah, with a giant stone. Yeah, so that goes through here and peaks out this other side. Yeah. But on the left-hand side of that tunnel is like an aqueduct that runs through as well, through it. And that's what, like, would feed these. But there, so there's a video online if, like, anyone searches around, like, these guys are out there kind of exploring it. I think the tide was down super far. They got money to kind of block the tide maybe. And so, like, they were climbing around, and they found over here somewhere. There's like a door that fucking goes nowhere. Makes no sense. <laughs> Why wouldn't there be? Yeah, right into the and ocean, right? Totally. And like it, you know, I've been out here. Like, this is dangerous. It's really hard to get down there. So yeah, those are cliffs sense. you're not fucking around on, man. Yeah, dude. Like that's it's, yeah. I mean, even like swimming in the ocean over here, over there, sketch. But like, so it's, I mean, like, dude, and obviously no one's trying to figure out what the fuck it is, you know? Yep. 
but that like there's such a mystery to Sutro, this whole area, his relationship, you know, with all these other people at the time. Dude, you know, we'll, he bought Woodward's Gardens. He bought a that. lot of the stuff. Yeah, let's get into it. You know, we'll get into the mining and Sutro on the next one. Yes. And and start there. Yeah. He's a trip. Oh, yeah. Let me look in. I know I have some pictures of this, of the statues and shit. Just so people can see. Yeah, it's really, it's really amazing the way they decorated these places, too. The intricacy to the. They spent time on it, you know? Yep. I think I have to. I fucking, is this the one I have the goddamn? I'll be at the very end. Dirty Diana. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's more from here. Let's down the side. Dude, and these properties are massive. Totally. Like, that's the other thing you don't understand is the size of these properties these people had at a time when you didn't need that much. No. That was his old patio right there, yeah. actually. <laughs> Checkerboard. Gluttonous. So what was I? Oh yeah, I was looking for the look thing. at that bridge. Damn. Oh yeah, that shit's cool. That's at uh Golden Gate Park. Strawberry Hill. I don't know why there's not more photos. I don't know. We'll tell we'll save it for next time. Yeah. Otherwise yeah, this we're gonna is a good be like four to, more hours. This is a spot to clip <laughs> it for now. Uh that way I can Go ingest some pain meds. <laughs> yeah, bro. Dude, man, that sucks. Oh, uh, dude, this has been awesome, Case. Any anything you wanna get out there before we get out of here? No, dude. Fucking this rule, man. Let's keep let's keep it lit. I'm I'm stoked we got to do this. Um you know, like we were saying, I feel you know, it's huge collaboration. I invite it, you know. Hit me up, hit up Matt, you know, yep. hit everybody up. Yeah, man. Let's get and, it going. And, yeah, the more if you have anything, it. whether it's you think it's stupid or not, that's the funny part. People hit me up and they make. I I didn't want to say this to you because I thought it sounded stupid. I'm like, no, that's a great question. Let's let's look into it a little bit. With you know, and 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 uh, it, guys, it's it's how shit gets done. And doing totally. doing stuff like this where we just kind of free ball it for an hour and a half. This is great because hopefully it spurs something in someone else. Like we're just kind of you know, facilitating here, going through some of the stuff that we acquired over time and, and, and passing it along and saying, okay, here's what we found. What do you, what do you find? And I have some great, you know, people that listen to the show and, and do go out and do research and come back with stuff. So I'm interested to hear what they find totally, out yeah, man. as well. And anything I've said tonight, you know, look into it for yourself, please. And, you know, give me your perspective on it. You know, yep. I'm down. Like, and there's, like you said, there's, I mean, fucking, obviously, there's stupid questions, but there's not, like, nothing will... There's more stupid nothing. people than there are stupid <laughs> yeah, questions, totally, yeah. I'll put it that yeah, way. Yeah, and that was a, that was more of a joke, but, you know, like, I'm, you know, I'm pretty much at the point, anything's possible, so, you know, you're not going to freak me out, or I'm not, I, definitely, I'm not going to judge your ass, you know, 
Like I may I tell you it the, sounds stupid, but I think it's place. cool because if you're thinking like that, dude, I'll vibe with you, you know? Like yeah. I want totally, somebody man. that can think outside the box. Now Same, man. listen, yeah. you gotta reel people in every now and then, but fuck it, think outside the box. That's how we get out of this little bubble yep. that we're in. Totally. I mean, big time. That's where you gotta start. <laughs> if, if you want to connect with me, you gotta be like three and a half sides outside the box. Yeah, know? yeah, man. That one foot <laughs> in, one yeah. foot out, don't fly. <laughs> Get the uh, fuck out of here. On to the next yeah, one. Yeah. Ain't All right, no brother. Seven. Hell yeah, oh, bro. This has been Thank awesome. Thank you for having me, man. Hey, Thank anybody you. that wants to support us, you can go check out Casey's YouTube channel. I'll have the link below. You can go check out the Patreon. Like I said before, the video Join will be, it. all the videos will be up there on uh, on Patreon. So patreon.com slash great deception podcast. Go check us out on Instagram. We got at golden gate underscore star four underscore commands. And then I'm at the Great Deception Podcast. Guys, stay strong and question everything. It was with Mr. Yuri Alexandrovich Bezmianov. Mr. Bezmianov was born in 1939 in a suburb of Moscow. He was the son of a high-ranking Soviet Army officer. He was educated in the elite schools inside the Soviet Union and became an expert in Indian culture and Indian languages. He had an outstanding career with Novosti, which was the, and still is, I should say, the press arm or the press agency of the Soviet Union. It turns out that this is also a front for the KGB. He escaped to the West in 1970 after becoming totally disgusted with the Soviet system, and he did this at great risk to his life. He certainly is one of the world's outstanding experts on the subject of Soviet propaganda and disinformation and active measures. Well, you spoke several times before about ideological subversion. That is a phrase that uh, I'm afraid some Americans don't fully understand. When uh, the Soviets use the phrase ideological subversion, what do they mean by it? Ideological subversion is, is the slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, activne meropriatia in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in four basic stages. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. Uh, for the last 25 years, actually it's overfulfilled because uh, demoralization now reaches such areas where previously not even Comrade Andropov and, and all his experts would, would even dream of such a tremendous success 
Most of it is done by Americans to Americans, thanks to lack of moral standards. As I mentioned before, uh, exposure to true information does not matter anymore. A person who was demoralized is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. Uh, even if I shower him with information, with, with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures, even if I take him by force to the Soviet Union and show him concentration camp, he will refuse to believe it until he, he is going to receive a kick in, the, in his fat bottom. When a military boot crashes his balls, then he will understand, but not before that. That's the tragic of the situation of demoralization. The next stage is destabilization. This time, subverter does not care about your ideas and the patterns of your consumption. Whether you eat junk food and get fat and flabby, it doesn't matter anymore. This time, and it takes only from two to five years to destabilize a nation, uh, it's, what, what matters is essentials, economy, foreign relations, defense systems. Uh, and you can see it quite clearly that in some areas, uh, in such sensitive areas as, as uh, defense, an economy. Uh, the uh, influence of Marxist-Leninist ideas in the United States is absolutely fantastic. I, I could never believe it 14 years ago when I landed uh, in this part of the world that the process will go that fast. Uh, the next stage, of course, is crisis. It, it, it may take only up to six weeks to, to bring a country to the verge of crisis. You can see it in, in Central America now. And after crisis, with a violent change of, of power, structure, and economy, you have so-called the period of normalization. It may last indefinitely. Normalization is a cynical expression borrowed from Soviet propaganda. When the Soviet tanks moved into Czechoslovakia in 68, Comrade Brezhnev said, now the situation in brotherly Czechoslovakia is normalized. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to bring the country to crisis to promise people all kind of goodies and the paradise on earth, uh, to, to destabilize your uh, economy, to eliminate the principle of free market competition, and to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C., with uh, benevolent dictators like Walter Mondale, who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfillable or not. Your leftists in the United States, all these professors and all these beautiful civil rights defenders, they are instrumental in the process of the, of the uh, uh, subversion only to destabilize the nation. When their job is completed, they are, non, they are not needed anymore. They know too much. Some of them, when, when they get disillusioned, when they see that Marxist-Lenin has come to power, they, obviously they get offended. They think that they will come to power. That will never happen, of course. They will be lined up against the wall and shot. But they may turn into the most bitter enemies of Marxist-Leninists when they come to power. And that's what happened in Nicaragua. You remember most of these uh, former Marxist-Leninists were either put to prison or one of them split and now he's working against Sandinistas. It happened in, in uh, uh, Grenada when Maurice Bishop was, he was already a Marxist. He was executed by, by a new Marxist who was more Marxist than this Marxist. Same happened in Afghanistan when uh, first there was Taraki, he was killed by Amin, then Amin was killed by Babrak Karman with the help of KGB. Same happened in, in Bangladesh when Mujibur Rahman, very pro-Soviet leftist, was assassinated by his own Marxist-Leninist military comrades. 
It's the same pattern everywhere. The, the time bomb is ticking with every second. The disaster is coming closer and closer. Unlike myself, you will have nowhere to defect.